What is up, guys, and welcome to the Maximum Potency Podcast. I'm your host, Lissa Scott, health coach, CrossFit coach, and online entrepreneur, and I'm here to talk about health, fitness, grabbing life by the horns, and doing everything we can to live at maximum potency. Through a combination of solo cast and interviews, you will be hearing from health professionals, entrepreneurs, athletes, artists, and people who are taking life and running with it. Oftentimes, you'll hear me tell pieces of my story or interview those who have ditched the traditional 9-to-5 setup in pursuit of something that feels a little bit better for them. So if you are interested in creating a life you love, feeling better in your body, developing habit and mindset practices, doing a little bit more adventuring and traveling, you're in the right place. If you are someone who is hungry for growth, pursuing greatness, and ultimately hope to have a life that is a true expression of the real you, you're in good company. Welcome and thank you for being here. I am so happy and could not be more stoked that you found your way to this podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 60 of the Maximum Potency podcast. I am your host, Lissa Scott, and today I'm actually going to play for you guys a Instagram TV that I did a little while back. It's called Stop Waiting for Them to Get It, and it is all about when you feel like those around you maybe don't fully get the thing that you're totally jazzed about, aka your dream life. Um, This podcast episode is sponsored by my brand new group program. It is an eight-week program. It is called Ascend, and it is an experience designed to make you more aware of your behavior and beliefs so you can love yourself more and rip on life harder. It is happening April 13th to June 8th, and we are currently in the launching and enrolling phase of this group teaching series. It is designed to help you have a deeper awareness around your mind, body, and spirit so that you can rip on life. You see, this whole thing where I just get to go live and travel in a van and work for myself full time, it didn't happen overnight. So this is the intro. This is Rip on Life 101, if you will. It is a set of conversations, a set of resources. It is group calls. It is a community because iron sharpens iron. And let's face it, you just can't do this stuff alone. If what I'm saying is resonating with you, please head over to my Instagram at Maximum Potency and see if the program is something that you would like to apply for. Most likely, you can get the application by DMing me and saying, pretty please. Um, If not, it's probably in my bio. So depending on when you're looking, um, you should be able to get the application again, either from a DM to me, a DM to Katie, or one of the links in our bio. So 
without further ado, let's hop into episode 60. I'm so grateful you're here, and I hope that tonight is a kick in the ass that you need to keep on going on those dreams and keep on ripping on life. I love you guys. My beautiful peeps. Tonight, I wanted to pop on here and talk about, um, you know, a lot of people have come to me recently and they've said, yo, someone in my life, they don't get it. They don't get what I'm trying to do, Lissa. What do you do when no one gets it? So many people have come to me recently and said, instead of them saying, what are you doing? They're starting to say, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? If I had waited for all those people that started by saying, what are you doing? You can't just X, Y, Z. You can't just be, you know, you can't just not work. You can't just work in a restaurant part-time and coach. You can't just... God, what else did I hear? You can't just quit your job. You can't just throw your career away. If I had listened to all of these people, I would not be where I'm at right now. So tonight, I want to speak to this a little bit. First of all, first they're going to ask you, what are you doing? And then they're going to ask you how you did it. And (laughs) every time, every time I go live, the puppies have something to say. It's just normal. Um, Anyway, first they're going to say, what are you doing? Then they're going to say, how are you doing it? So that transition might take several years. That transition might take you falling on your face a few times before anybody gets it. And so in that chapter... In that chapter of nobody getting it, in that chapter of what seems like a drought, what seems like you're planting seeds, you're planting seeds, there's no rain, there's nothing coming up, and you are just like, I hope this is going to work. I hope this is going to work. You're in that I hope this is going to work state. You got to be your own person. You got to seek your own people who get it, and you have to be your own biggest cheerleader. And so it's like, There was this season where it felt like no one was in my corner. There was this season where it felt like I had more people waiting to watch me fail than people hoping I would succeed. And I want to talk about some of the things that I did in that season to stay hopeful and to really drive my message home tonight of stop waiting for them to get it. If I waited for people in my life to get it, I would still be on the brainstorming page. I would still be listening to people who were saying, oh, it's not going to work. Oh, it's not realistic. Oh, that would be cool if you could get clients. Oh, that would be cool if anybody needed your help. If I had stayed in that, if I had waited for them to get it, I would still be in square one. So some of the things that I've done between what are you doing and how are you doing it, right? Between like it being an idea and it being my actual freaking life, there's a lot of them, and I'm, I don't have a script written tonight. You guys usually will see me read off of a sticky note. Tonight, I'm just speaking from the heart. So I want to say this. First of all, find one person 
or two people or a group of people that do get it. Most likely, those people are not going to be your siblings. Most likely, those people are not going to be your parents. Most likely, those people are not going to be like sitting right in front of you. If they are, you are a very, very lucky human being. If you have one person who gets it, who understands your vision, even a little bit, stay close to that person, spend time around that person, and make an effort to further your connection with that person because they are valuable. First of all, when you have a vision for your life, usually it's not coincidence. When you have a vision for your life, when you have something that you feel like you want to bring into the world, something you want to contribute, something you want to build, something you want to develop, create, share, um, you've got to get really clear on why. You've got to get really clear on, is this a me desire or is this a divine calling? Is this an idea I came up with to make money or is this something that I feel people truly need? Is this an idea I came up with to be cute, to be trendy, to make a few bucks? Or is this an idea that I truly see the world is lacking and I truly feel called to be the one to build and deliver this thing to people? If you are coming from a heart-centered place, do not wait for people to get it. Stop waiting. It's a calling. You don't need other people's permission to go live out your calling. So, wanted to say that. Second of all, after seek out one person who gets it, we also want to seek out a community of people who get it. This usually looks like a mastermind, a group coaching mentorship container, a coach, um, a business networking group, a small group, a church group, a gosh, just trying to think of ways that I foster community. Um, some people from the gym, right? It might, it might not be a vision for a business. It might be a vision for your body or your lifestyle or how you want that to look. In which case the gym would be a very good place to have other people with similar visions surrounding you. Iron sharpens iron. We are better in community. So I made sure my vision was coming from a real deep place and it wasn't just in my head. It was from the heart. I sought out some community, some friends who got it and some, a coach that got it and a crew that got it as a result of that coach, um, coaches, right? Every, every time I was put into a coaching container, I found more people who I was like, yes, you understand that this is possible. Yes. You understand that I don't have to work a nine to five. Yes. You understand that we can travel and we can be abundant and we can have everything that we've ever wanted and we can serve others and we can still have time to play. We can have a body. We can have a bank account. We can have a spiritual life. We can have rich relationships. We don't have to settle right? It seems like there's so many people in this world who are just like, oh yeah, that would be cool, but life's about balance and you can't have it all. I'm calling BS. I'm calling BS. Put your priorities in line then you can quote, have it all because you don't actually have to have it all. You've got to have the three to five things that really matter to you. Not everything. Not what the world says you need. Not the degree, the piece of paper that everybody says you need, right? figure out what's really important to you and then you can have it all. You can have all of what's really important to you. My life is a, a walking, living, breathing example of this. All the stuff that I really want, really want to have. Is there like icing on the cake or maybe the icing's even there. Maybe some sprinkles are not there, right? And that's just a matter of time. That's a matter of patience. That's a matter of building on what you've started. That's a matter of 
right now we're laying the foundation. The walls are going up and everybody's walking around going, oh, so you're building a house. Okay. If I had waited for people to know I was building a house when I hadn't even poured the cement yet, the cement would never have gotten poured. So I hope that analogy makes sense to you guys. Just start doing your thing. Don't worry about if people get it. Stop waiting for people to get it. Just go do it, especially if it's from a heart-centered place. So seek out community. Make sure your dreams are heart-centered. Seek out friends who get it. Don't wait to start, right? Just freaking do the thing. If it's like you're calling, then you got to live it. Every day wasted is a day wasted. It's just that. Um, guys, I'm really fired up tonight. <laughs> I didn't realize I was this fired up until I started talking, but apparently I'm feeling pretty fired up. So some other things that I've done to embody this, to, you know, say, basically we're saying the heck with the haters, um, dude, anyway, that's, that's the bottom line tonight. That's what I'm talking about. Um, energetically journaling. Every single day I write down 10 dreams as if they already happened. Embodying this mindset of, yo, it already happened. Um, the first time I heard someone say that, I was like, huh, what? Like, it sounds really woo-woo. It sounds really out there. So I had to make some steps between embodying that and starting where I was at. And where I was at, I was kind of questioning if what I wanted was even possible. And so I started just saying, you know, I want my life to be like this. And then I started finding people who maybe they didn't have all the things that I wanted going on, but they had one or two things going on. So I sought out um, my friend and roommate, Jeff. Uh, and I was like, how, how are you doing this? Right. You're, you're working multiple jobs. You're doing multiple projects. You seem super creative, super passionate, super like on your toes. Your days don't look like they all look the same. Um, it just seems like you're living really creatively. Like, how are you doing that? And then I sought out somebody else who was in really good shape. And I said, oh, it seems like your fitness is, is sustainable and it's not taking over your life. And, and how are you doing that? I started to really seek out mentors that I admired for different reasons and, and that were each teaching me something different along. So I was making myself basically like, you know, one person was teaching me over here and another was teaching me over there. And I, I was combining and I was envisioning what it would be like if I was somebody who could be fit and could have a good business and could have good relationships and could have time to travel because I was talking to people who were doing those things, even if it wasn't one singular person whom I wanted to learn from. It was super, super beneficial to go in and, um, you know, take bits and pieces. Um, Dylan, yeah, but all of this don't you get exhausted yeah um there's a work play balance there's a refuel button there's a recharge button there was three years of straight hustle with no balance um i'm not saying it's easy by any means and i'm not saying it's not exhausting though i am definitely saying that it's worth it and i am definitely saying that when you're passionate about something it doesn't exhaust you it doesn't drain you the same way it would so when I worked my restaurant job, which was very draining, it was, it was on my feet. It was late hours. It was talking to people, saying the same thing over and over again. It was the to-do list rushing through your mind. If you've worked in a restaurant, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it was exhausting as heck. Like, I was exhausted all the time. But I was doing that so I could do this. And, and that took the edge off of the exhaustion because it was like, oh, God, this is all going to be worth it. So back to pretending like it already happened and embodying the it already happened mindset, um, that was, that was profound for me because I was like, wait a minute, I have to really believe this is going to work or I would not have left the safety of my job and I would not be working in a restaurant right now because my goal was not to stay working in a restaurant. But having the goal of doing something beyond that 
kept me going, but I had to hold that belief. And so I want to talk about some of the ways that we hold a belief. What does that mean? Right. I remember somebody saying that to me and me being like, what, what the heck is hold a belief mean? Um, and hold a belief basically means that you relentlessly commit to your goal, that you relentlessly believe you quite honestly have faith that the thing that you are wanting to come to fruition will come to fruition. It is only a matter of time and a matter of effort. And so everything that you desire also is on its way to you. And so another way to say this is that the life that you seek is seeking you too. your dreams need you to pursue them as much as you need to believe that they're pursuing you. If you think about it, if you think about a creative relationship as, as that, as you flirting with the universe, right? Um, the desires in your heart are there for a reason. And it's literally your job to desire them. If you don't realize your dreams, if you do not realize, if you do not breathe life into them, if you don't at least see where they take you, right? Because sometimes we pivot. Sometimes we go in a direction, we follow a hunch and along the way, we're like, wait, it's actually this thing, right? Um, if you don't follow the hunch and at least try to get to where you think you're supposed to go, that is such a disservice. Like what if Jimi Hendrix never picked up a guitar? What if Mr. Henry Ford never tinkered with an automobile? What if, what if, what if all of the things that you see were once just an idea and someone had to follow a hunch in order to bring them into fruition and somebody had to believe that they were going to work and somebody had to believe that they were going to be impactful and somebody had to believe that it was possible. And so whatever it is that you're envisioning for your life, you've got to sink your heels into it and understand that it's your calling. It's your job to pursue it. It's your job to go down that road. Stop waiting for people to get it. Stop waiting. Go do you, boo. Guys, I just wanted to pop on here, throw some encouragement your way. Some encouragement that I really needed about five years ago. If I had heard myself talk tonight five years ago, I would have been like, dang, I got to hold the belief. I got to hold the belief and follow the hunches. And I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm on my way and I know I'm headed over in that direction. Right? That's all I knew. I had no idea that maximum potency was going to be a thing. I thought I was going to stay in the fitness world. Then I dabbled in the fitness world. Then I realized, yo, I have more than fitness in my soul that I want to share with the world. And it was like this whole thing came full circle. I was able to integrate it. Now fitness is a part of what I do, but it's not all of what I do. I mostly help people build businesses and I mostly help people breathe, breathe, breathe life into their dreams. Um, most people have a creative um, side to them that they're, they're not fully tapping into and they're, possibly even ignoring it. Um, so if I can stir up that little bit of belief and if I can stir up that little bit of inspiration and if I can stir up that little nudge to go check it out, go explore your curiosities, go be more self-expressed than I have done my job. So be good, be safe guys. I hope that you had one takeaway from tonight or one thing that encouraged you. And um, I'll be saving this to IGTV in case you want to come back and watch it again.